Welcome to Speaking Highly with John Huck. I am your host, John Huck. With me, as I guess always, Indy Fawcett. Hello. How are you, man? Doing well. Doing well. Uh, camping. That's how we're going to do it. I'm going to say Camp. what the show is. Camping. The show today is about camping. We are celebrating camping. Camping is how you say tits. Um, I love, I love camp. I like, I like being outside. I think being outside is important. Um, technically it's where we came from. We came from outside. This, you know what I mean? Like, uh, we sound a lot like we're our parents when we were teenagers, don't we? What? Isn't, isn't outside a lot better? Oh, get, get, outside. Get, get outside, be outside, be outside. Yeah. Yeah. But I, but I know that, <laughs> I know that people who like, I just think it's funny because camping, uh, you know, the little bit of research I did on camping, camping, like the the definition is just like basically outdoor activities, like being outside overnight. And the idea that back in the day, like the 20s was like the late 1800s, camping was for rich people. It was like a... Mm. It was like how if you knew somebody who had money that was like, I'm going to go, I'm taking this expensive vacation where we live in a trailer and we live like we're poor for a week or whatever. Like it's all, it's like this ridiculous, it's almost like a theme. We're doing a theme vacation where we act like we don't have a house to live in. It's great. We're going camping. Meanwhile, people live in the dirt and they're like, hey man, this sucks. (laughs) Why are you doing this for fun? Yeah. Wow, I never really thought about it that way. It's yeah. just funny because it was it started as such a um, like a European like very fancy like we're going camping and it was never like uh, like our guest today is Brooks Whelan and Brooks we we'll talk with Brooks he's a he's an avid camper but he's a guy who's not he didn't go to school for it he's not like a um, a mountain man by any means you know from Iowa he's sure become one though yeah awesome. man i mean yeah. if you check out his instagram that dude has been to some pretty fantastic places uh and 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 he's very like he's he's like he claims he likes to be very bare bones about it but back in the day it was like big barges of fucking tents that like five six dudes had to lift it was never nothing was ever easy and once they were set up they were there for like the week or whatever it was, you know, it's like, well, now we're camping. We live on this bank here for this long. I don't know. It just seems kind of, uh, it, it made me laugh. It made me laugh just reading about it because they were, uh, you know, that they were hoity toity about the whole thing. I'm sure they had tea and all that shit going on. Uh, the four, the, the, what's this guy that's called the, the father of modern camping in the UK. His name is Thomas Hiram Holding. Uh, he wrote a book about it. People were really into it. And I guess from that book started a ca- cycle and camp in kind of how the camp. Like it's basically a camping group. People get together and go camping, which I think is great because camping by yourself can be terrifying as fuck. Uh, and when you go yeah. in a group, like we talk about with Brooks, but going in a group, you can, or with at least one other person, you can laugh off danger, yeah. In, in a sense, your that vulnerability isn't isn't as uh, crippling, right? It will, yeah. It'll help your it, if you can yeah. laugh with somebody else. Your brain then calms down and stops yeah. firing back and forth of like, oh, I'm going to die out here. I'm going to die out here. I'm going to die out here. Right. Um, but yeah, and then you know, uh, International Federation of Camping Club founded in 1932. National clubs all over the world, and by 19 by the 1960s, camping was a family vacation. Mm. Um, you know, uh, I'm trying to think. I think 
I remember I joined um, Cub Scouts. I was super into. Oh, you were a Cub Scout. A f- yeah, I was a Cub Scout, and then I was a Boy Scout for a little bit. I was super. I got nice. Ranger. I got Ranger Rick magazine when I was a kid. Have you ever read that? No, I gotta look that up. Yeah, it. I'm. Don't even. I doubt it's a publication because why would it be a magazine when you could go online and look at everything you need to know about nature? But Ranger Rick magazine was something I got as a kid and it was, it sparked interest in the outdoors. I think I remember this. I think my mom had a catalog of these. Yeah. It had like, you know, the raccoon was like a cartoon and so many different ones. Yes. Yeah. 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 So that was like a nature magazine for kids. And we got that when we were younger. I think my aunt got us a subscription to it. And then I was like, yeah, man, I want to go. Ca- I want to camp. I want to be camping. I, wanna, I wore a vest, had a little camping hat. I'm like, I want to go camping. And then I joined Cub Scouts because the that was literally the promise of camping. That was it. Was like we have these meetings, but the meetings are to plan to go camping. And I was like, yeah, we're gonna go camping. I joined Cub Scouts. Like I come home, I'm like, all right, there's a camping trip. And my dad was like, eh, I'm not going camping. I was in the army. I've done all the camping I'm ever going to do. And I was like, wait, what? But we're going camping. He's like, I'm not going camping. And I was like, well, this sucks. And my mom was like, "Ah, I'll take you camping. So my mom and another lady, like somebody else's mom, not just some random lady, uh, took this, took our scout. What are they called? Packs? Like our Cub Scout pack. Troop? Troop, troop is Boy yeah. Scouts. Pack oh, okay. is Cub Scouts. Because oh, by, by Boy Scouts, like it was like there were other dads involved that would go camping, so it wasn't a big deal. But Cub Scouts relied heavily on your father being involved. And my dad was like, nah. So my mom took us camping, which was still, I kind of remember that camping trip just because I remember like, we're out here with two ladies. Like, <laughs> you know, being like, I hope nothing goes wrong. But then obviously everything was fine. We weren't camping so deep in the woods that we couldn't get help if we needed it. Yeah. Yeah. They were smart. Yeah. 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 But that was, that was like, I don't know. I, it didn't, none of my friends camped. I wasn't like, it wasn't like after a spark there. I left, I left boy Scouts because it was on, they had meetings at the same time. The A team was on and I didn't want to miss episodes of the A team because I had no way of watching it. Your priorities started to set it. Kinda, kinda. I was like, what do you mean? And and it was just not fun anymore. It was just not, it was all very academic. And I was like, this is not what I want. But so I never, it it wasn't like I was like immediately, I gotta go camping all the time. I didn't, there was no, I didn't have, my friends were never trying to go camping. My, like my family was never trying to go camping. So I don't know, it took until I got to college when I met, um, like I, I talked with Brooks, but I went to a very small outdoor ed driven or focused college uh northland college in ashland wisconsin right on the shore of lake superior as far north in wisconsin as you can go and that was where i started meeting people that were into camping like really into camping and when you say oh i like camping you know when you say something to somebody you're like like i had a girlfriend once she was like i go oh i love baseball and she goes oh i like baseball but then she yells at me because i would watch baseball does that make sense? She's like, what are you, how many, right, how much right. fucking baseball? You're like, but you said right. you liked it. And she's like, not like that. Like, not like watching it all the time. <laughs> right, so it's like yeah. when people say they like something, but then they're like, turn this off. You're like, but you said you liked it. Like, not like you right. did. Right. It's like, be careful what you wish for, bub. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But so I, um, what was I talking about? 
Oh, when you moved up to uh, Wisconsin Ooh. for college, yeah. Yes, and all all these all these people were like, I was I would say I like camping. I'm an outdoors I'm an outdoorsy guy. My mom yeah. would always say that. Oh, you like the outdoors? So I would say I like the outdoors. And my buddy was like, Oh, cool. Well, we're gonna go camping. I'm like, Yeah, let's go camping. So I sign up with my friends for a camping trip over the over this weekend. Right? There's this weekend. This guy's gonna he's gonna guide us. We're gonna go. I sign up for this thing. My friend's like, you can use my backpack and this sleeping bag because I don't have any gear. So I sign up for it. And our school rented gear too. So, And then, and then we party all night, the night before. We just get wrecked because we're idiots. And the next day, we don't just go camping. We drive about five hours to get to the Boundary Waters, which are uh, an area of the waters that are in between the U.S. and Canada. Yeah, drive about five hours to get into the Boundary Waters area, and then we park, load up all our gear, and then hike five miles out into the snow. Oh my god! It's winter time. We're in <laughs> northern Wisconsin, borderline Canada, Minnesota area, and we're we hike five miles. Like I'm so hungover. I'm like it's so cold, but I'm sweating. We, oh. we hike like five miles and like dig out this area and pitch our tents and everything. And then the northern lights come out and it was all worth it. You know what I mean? Like every, yeah. every, I'm sure I complained a lot that day. I'm sure I bitched. That was my deal. If it wasn't working for me, it wasn't going to work for anybody. Um, but just seeing the northern lights, it, that vivid, that clear, that illuminated, it was fucking awesome and that made me think uh anytime i can get outside is a good time oh my gosh yeah and is that something you have to really you you can't just easily see that no you have to be like if you really want the northern lights go to a complaining place so you have you have to bitch your way all the way (laughs) you got to go somewhere one where there's no um, ex- outside lights, you know, like no seats. At all, no, yeah. Like, I mean, that was the beauty of it is even when you were out in northern Wisconsin, on any given night, you can see all the stars that are out. You know, you feel yeah. like you're in a dome kind of because you can mm-hmm. see, it just seems like it's a, such a curved thing <clears throat> and it's so vivid and clear. <clears throat> but then when you get up north, like north, even into the Boundary Waters, you can yeah. see northern lights from the shore of Lake Superior sometimes, but nothing like that and nothing like right. being way up in Canada or like Nova Scotia or um, like, I don't know if Scandinavia, but like up there, it's, it, it's up there with like Alaska, Alaska's yeah. actually, Alaska's, you have to get class, way up there, but you yeah. gotta be way up there. And, and that was the most vivid I'd ever seen them outside of a magazine or like a national right. geographic show that's so awesome but that was it was and that again it made it all worth it i was like oh yeah okay that was a lot of work but at the same time if you're working towards something like that it shouldn't feel like work you know yeah, yeah. how about you dude you ever get camping um uh camping not not really um other than i did go on a rv trip during the pandemic with Ooh. my dad oh yeah yeah that was interesting. Unfortunately, my uncle passed away uh, oh. during the pandemic. Yeah, Sorry it was to sad. Hear that. Yeah, uh, but my dad wasn't going to go to the funeral. It was, you know, it's out in Minnesota, uh, so we, you know, just because of COVID. Um, and I floated the idea, hey, do you want to rent an RV? It 
classic kid thing. Hey, do you want to pay for me to go with you to drive there? But <laughs> that's the a, in in the middle yeah. of a pandemic, you can have your own shitter, you have your own bed, right. you have your out. own. All you have to do is get out, pump gas, do a drive-throughs, or bring your yep. own food. Yeah, it was it was, and that's exactly what we did. You know, Smart. just a, a pack of gloves. Yeah, a couple. Yeah, a pack masks, of masks. Yeah, and and just plow through every city. Yeah, it was really cool. Dude, but that's we great. we went through. You know, each each uh, city's like um, KOA. I think there's. Oh you know, like yes, a, yeah, yeah. Um, um, it's like a hookup uh, 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 campground for RVs. Yeah, but yeah. that's basically the extent of my RV. It's it's basically like like Brooks will tell you. What are you doing? You're bringing your house, you know. But but <laughs> but in this situation, it worked out great. Yeah. The, o- the only problem, because I've because I know Brooks has a little bit, an aversion to RVs. I have wanted to own one forever. Like I am yeah. obsessed with van life and people who live in vans yeah. and, and converting vans to whatever. And I just think it looks like such an amazing. Okay, was, John, you have to watch Vanon on Amazon Prime Video. Already did. I've seen it. Already did. Yep. How incredible is that documentary? My wife caught me watching it. Like, it, uh, <laughs> I, I basically, I think she'd rather that I like watch hardcore pornography on the TV <laughs> because she's she walks out and she's like, "What? What is? What is this?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's Van Van and people." Van and- she's like, "Can you stop wanting to live in a goddamn van?" Like, <clears throat> no, I no, love Van. Sorry to interrupt you. But <clears throat> no, Vannon, dude, look up Van. That's if you legit. That is a good yeah. call. Um, but that whole lifestyle has been very it's it's <clears throat> so i've looked into like you said when the pandemic hit we we wanted to take a trip i wanted to go up to yosemite i wanted to go to a national park yeah. but i didn't want to have to like rent somebody's house or stay in hotels or but it was just financially insane to rent an rv for that long or or yeah. somebody's van it was like <clears throat> I could have traveled across the country and stayed at a, like a $250 a night hotel every night and still not spent the money that renting yeah. a, an RV would cost. And you got to pay for the mileage and the gas and yes. fill it up before you get back. It's Dude. it's it's a racket like it's it's insane. But like you know you, you know it's from it's, a safety standpoint what you did yeah. was was very right. smart. And, yeah, and, other... and that's a very slim <laughs> you know scenario yeah, so, yeah, yeah 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 that's not an everyday thing right right right, right. but yeah but dude i really do like um i like that van when i was a kid i saw i think it was a news article or a news story about our uh truckers who yeah cross-country truckers and this guy was like oh yeah it's my rig and i was like oh that's a nice looking rig you know and then he opens it up and there's like bunk beds in the back. Like he yeah. lived in it. And I, it's so vivid in my head seeing that. I was like, that's so can, cool. Yeah. My, my dad live. was a cross country truck driver. Oh, so dude, he lived yeah. in the, in the, the truck that he drove. Like the, for me, the idea of like rolling out of bed and then getting behind the wheel was so cool. It was like, oh, you don't have to get out. You, you're in the thing. You got a microwave, you got a TV. Like it was. As a kid, dude, I thought that was fucking awesome, which I think helped when I got into the Grateful Dead. And it was like, dude, we get in cars and we drive as far as we have to drive to get to shows. I was like, yeah, dude, I'm in. Yeah. And then along the way, we're camping. I was like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. It was like, it was, uh, they all went hand in hand pretty pretty right. well, pretty perfect. Yeah, that's fun. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, like it's also like trucking is, I would say a cousin of camping. 
you know, in a weird way because you know you're mm. nomadic. It's you know, yeah, like it's, like my dad. He was across. He he was a mover, so he would move a family to New York from California and wait until somebody had to move to Montana. Oh no, shit, Nevada, and then move that person, and like he'd be gone for ten months out of the year. Whoa! Bef- before I was born, yeah, and that was that was his life. So like, he and, would stay in his truck. Yeah, he would stay in his truck, you know, and stay in hotels every other. I think I think he said, you know, like every like third day or so, he would get a hotel room, take a you shower, know, sh- take yeah, a yeah, shit that wasn't. Yeah, and yeah. you you know you shower at uh, you know uh, rest stops and truck stops and, all that and stuff. stuff. I mean, they have yeah. actually the truck stops. Some of them got nicer yeah. showers than hotels I've been in. I was so frightened when we were going to uh, 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 just just the truck stop. Okay, so a, we're in the middle of nowhere in the desert, and we're at a truck stop, and you know the coffee trough, you yeah. know, and it's COVID. No, everybody's mask is half off, <clears throat> and they're all at the tr- co- coffee trough, <laughs> like giving each other COVID. I walk in, I walk right back. Yeah, out. <laughs> I'm out. I'll see you later. I'm gonna piss my pants. I don't and care. Then, you hear the buzzer, yeah, number six shower is ready. And I'm like, how do these people stay alive? I don't, it's insane. But I'll, like, they run this country. Like, thank you, truck. Well, like, honestly, it, yeah. that is a very, um, yeah, that's another topic. Yeah. That is a total, that's another show because anything, everything you used today, yep, came, came to you via a truck somehow. Uh, our guest tonight, Brooks Whelan, is an avid camper and, uh, we he he's, Brooks is a funny dude. He's a, a very funny comedian. I mean, hilarious. You know, Just a great conversation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a funny guy. He's he did some crazy shit recently, trying to run some marathons, ran some marathons with no training. But anyway, it's a it's a it's a fun interview. It's a fun talk. Uh, Brooks is a great guy. Uh, I again, I'll encourage you to check out his Instagram, and we'll we'll post that when we when we post the show. But uh, enjoy Brooks Whelan, guys. Guys, my guest today, um, let's see, stand-up comedian, actor, cartoon voice, voiceover artist, yep. um, art. it's an SNL, art SNL alum, uh, host of the Entry Level Podcast, mm-hmm. all-around all fun dude, avid camper, amazing photographer, and if, if what I've gleaned off the internet in recent weeks is true... He ran a marathon with no training and could possibly be sponsored by Mountain Dew. Brooks um, Whelan, everybody. Yeah. Okay. So all of that's true. <laughs> ran a marathon without training, then got sponsored by ASICS to run a marathon oh. correctly training. Then during oh. that marathon, I tried to parlay that into a uh, Mountain Dew, it's good for you bit, uh, where I chugged a Mountain Dew 16 miles into my marathon and my body seized up right away. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So, so you're saying Mountain Dew might not be a drink for the athlete. I haven't uh, hit him with that fact yet because uh, they're sending me some free stuff. Uh, and so <laughs> you're gonna I, wait. You're gonna wait till you get all the free stuff and then go. By the way, you almost killed me. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm gonna tell the story of like, hey, actually, you, you, my, I've never, my body's never cramped once in my life. Uh, I drank your um, hillbilly poison, and within seconds, uh, my body attacked itself. Is is that true though? You are you like your body is like in you're an in shape guy for the most part, like your whole life. You never had to work at it too hard. Well, I run uh, like I. It's you know you were a I'm, as a person who doesn't go to therapy. Running is therapy. You know what I mean. And then yes. also, um, 
So I just like run like three miles before I ran the first marathon. I run like three miles, like three times a week for the, ever since I was in high school or whatever, something like that. And then drunkenly told Turner, there's no way marathons are hard. Uh, I, the further said ever run is 10 miles. And he said, I'll bet you $500. You can't run one tomorrow under the average time. And I said, let's do it. And I did it and, um, broke my knee in half. Like I, I got, it's called iliotibial band syndrome, IT band syndrome. It's just, um, uh, if you type it in, it it basically says it happens if you run a marathon with no training. (laughs) (laughs) 26 miles is the limit and your knees will pop. I mean, what is it? Is it a rip, a tear? No, it's just a tendon that connects your, uh, your hip and your knee. And it's just, um, it just gets inflamed and I had to go to like, I had to like, I spent more than $500 in physical therapy and it was (laughs) not worth it. Ah. Ah, that's terrible, dude. Yeah, it's just a, it's what? just like overuse of uh, it it just sucked. But uh, but then I got got better and then ran another one and now I'll never, literally, never ever run a marathon again. And if I do, I won't even talk about it because I've already over talked about it. Do you think? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, first of all, I gotta I gotta hand it to you. There's not a lot of people like I I say a lot. I used. To, I've said a lot of dumb shit when mm-hmm. I was drinking yep. and I've challenged people and I've made um, outlandish claims. And usually the next day I'm like, oh yeah, I'm a fucking asshole. My bad. Sorry. No, right. I can't do that. Yeah. But you were like, no, I meant that and I'll do it. Yeah. I moved up to start time. I was like, let's do 11. I'm feeling it today. The, you know what? You want to wow. know what the crazy sad part is I ran faster on my day of no training than on the day of training because of the fucking Mountain Dew. I had to well, lay because down. Of Mountain Dew, I, I had to lay, Yeah, I had to lay down for a while. I also think that maybe that first one, because in your head, like it's a mental game as well. Mm-hmm. And if you be, like, you know that saying, it's not a lie if you believe it. Yeah. If you literally were thinking, dude, I can do this. Like if you if you if you believed it in your head without the forethought of like, oh man, I've done this before and it's hard as fuck. Like, you know, you right. were just like, I'm going. And you did it where the second time you were like, eh, plus the Mountain Dew. Well, the second time was, the reason it, the second time didn't go as well is I ran the first one in four hours and 16 minutes. And then I was trying to run the second one in three hours and 30 minutes, which is like pretty respectable. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I was banging pretty good for the first like half of it uh, at like a, like a three hour and like a three hour and 15 minute pace. And I was like, I might, I'm going to do this. I'm going to crush this. And then I drank that Mountain Dew as the bit. And I think psychologically I lost all of it. And, uh, and, and physically there had to be something going on because it's not, you're putting pure sugar into your veins at that point. I don't look, I don't even know. I just was stupid. And I also like, I think I got too much in my head. And once I realized I wasn't going to hit three 30, I didn't care about anything else. Anything else. (laughs) You were done. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Dude, I want people to uh, check out your Instagram account whenever they can. Uh, yeah. Anybody listening or watching. What's the, it's the, is it just at Brooks Whelan? Yeah, it's just at Brooks Whelan. It's mostly, uh, I got yelled at it from my old manager uh, who said, um, what, it has nothing to do with comedy. I go, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I like art. I like photography. This is, it's okay to have more than one interest. Absolutely. It's, and I think that's the, I think that's the beauty of social media is that it kind of highlights like, People might know you as a comedian, an actor, but like they might not know that you take pretty fantastic photos. Like, I don't, is there, are you a, like, have you have training? Did you take no. classes in college or are you just fucking no. around with a camera? I just like post up in the best place and wait for the sun to be right. Like, I, yeah, I mean, that's it. I just like take, take my time. With You're it. patient. You're patient. 
yeah, I wake up early or, you know, like I put my, you know, I put myself in the right position with like, and I just like that stuff. Uh, so yeah. I like, I really like camping and I really like sunsets. So I might as well shoot some photos while I'm doing it. What you're from Iowa and mm-hmm. uh, that's, you know, depending on where in Iowa, there's like, you know, it's an outdoorsy area in the sense that like how Illinois and Wisconsin, they, people get out and camp and everything, but was there a, was that something you did as a kid all the time? No, the opposite. I never camped for real till I was t- never camped ever till I was 25 because I lived in the woods in Iowa and it was like why the fuck would I go to the woods? I already this is where I live. This is That's Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate the woods. That's where I it's my home. Um and yeah, we live like in the woods outside this town of Manchester. Um and also there's nothing cool to camp around in Iowa. There's nothing there's no national parks. There's fucking nothing. No offense. You suck. I gave you 22 years. You blew it. Uh, so I'm just not into Iowa. And like the, the nature there just really sucks like um, for camping. And then, you know, then I see the mountains. I'm like, this is the most beautiful shit I've ever seen. I see the ocean. Like, what the fuck? The desert. Like, holy shit. That's why like when people in Iowa are like, how could you deal with the traffic in L.A.? I'm like, fuck you and your state. Uh, like there's yeah. mountains, there's oceans, there's a desert. This is it's great. I, I'll tell you how I deal with traffic. I go away from it. But also because on the other end of it is somewhere you want to be. Yeah, exactly. Whereas like they're they're mad because their traffic that they sit in ends up being point A to point B of two places they'd rather not be. Yeah, you know? and also they just so are so like uh like, uh, they just are taught to hate traffic so much. Like I remember like uh, as a kid I was like we, we should go to a Cubs game and my dad because Chicago's like five hours away only from where I grew yeah, up. My dad's like yeah. where would we park. <laughs> Like, do you have any idea what Cubs traffic would be like? And then we're going to have to park? Yep. Yeah. No way. Exactly. Dude, I don't know. That's a Midwest dad thing. But my, I mean, just being, we were only 40 minutes from Wrigley when I was growing up. And it was always like, what? Okay, we got to take a train down. Otherwise, we got to park. And what the fuck? We got to park. I'm not parking. And, and you know, the, the, like, the lots down at Wrigley are like these like run by local guys who like live down the street or hey park over here. they're just like Chicago guys. Right, and my yeah. dad has no patience, had no time for that. No, he did not give a shit. He was like, no, nah, we're not par- we're not letting this guy near the car. <laughs> it, was just, it was always it's a new car. It's a new car. It's a 1979 Pontiac Le Mans. <laughs> it's not new. Yeah, it's not th- new. Uh, yeah, I, like that's the other thing that um it, like. The idea of my the idea of my dad or, or any 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 of our dads from the Midwest um, not drinking and driving and instead getting in the back of someone's Prius and Ubering home, you couldn't with a gun to my dad's head get him. To yeah, take I'm gonna it. let Trevor drive me home in his yeah. Prius. Yeah, no, no, he's driving home. This car needs to be at home. The, there's the car is the what's gonna get you there and it's gonna get you back no matter who's had what to drink. Yeah, and if we get pulled over, we better just hope it's Bruce. From the, you know, the cop the we guy know. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did your, so your parents did, aren't outdoorsy people. They're, they were also, well, li- were you like, when you say you lived in the woods, you mean like you were pretty rural, like you were surrounded by. Yeah. No, like, no neighbors. Um, like uh, maybe a few hundred yards into these woods. Uh, that's mm, cool though. It, it's cool the, if, it's cool if you aren't. Uh, dreaming of hanging out with your friends who live in town, you know. Uh, uh, and we were how probably far about, from town? About seven, eight, maybe ten miles. So like, once I hit twelve, I could ride my bike into town, and that was great. Yeah. But those first 
12 years were in a real prison. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Do you look at that now, though, as kind of like, do, do you have any kind of fond, you know, people always grow up and they want to get away from where they are. I mean, people who grew up in LA want to move away. People who mm-hmm. grew up wherever, they want to get out. But do you ever, and I think that's just a um, like a sign of our youth, you know, just a, yeah. a, a evolution, a growth or whatever. But do you ever look back and go, yeah, that was, I, I might have been, I might not have given it as, as uh, big a shot as I could have, or I might not have been... Uh, um, I might not have enjoyed it as much as I should have, or I would have. I enjoy it more now. Or no, it was awful. I hung out in my closet eating it. jelly beans, Fuck petting it. my guinea pig because my brothers were mean. It was a, not a fun childhood. Is that why you wrestled? My older brothers were really great at wrestling, but also so. But also to be fair to this town and how I grew up, even though I claim to hate it and hate Iowa, everything I've ever written in my life, open on Manchester, Iowa, like it's such a. It's like the setting for every story I have because, you know, it is such a weird unique place that is and also you know at, the same, at, at the same time relatable in every fucking way possible and you know it like you know it when you when you're writing something it, it what you know comes out it's like when you're writing jokes when you're writing anything it's yeah. like you're how you grew up where you grew up the people you know oh dude so you 25 you get out you see the mountains and you just what, what was your first because i know you do crazy shit when and when i say crazy i mean like you'll go camping by yourself yeah i just i did the i just went on the coolest trip of my life by myself i drove up to well and it was also it was really fun we uh i drove up to glacier national park and and then down and kayak down the colorado river um Ooh. backpacking where i had to like portage my own water and everything and that was that was pretty gnarly. But on that trip, I ran into our friend Chris Fairbanks up in Missoula and got to hang out with Chris Fairbanks and we um, with his crew. His like it's so fun. To oh, see. his buddies up there. Yes. So yes, I ran into his like. Great. If you don't know Chris Fairbanks, he's incredible. He's a Montana oh. skate skate guy, which is the best combination of any person ever. And it turns out there's 50 of them there, and they're all that cool. And That's we tubed down the Blackfoot River together. It was the best. Um, but uh, so I guess. Your initial thing was like, what what brought it up? Andy Haynes took me to Joshua Tree one time when I was going through like a breakup. And it was like, I was like, we can just do this. Like, you can just do this. And it was like, um, it's like a way to get away, you know? Like, I, I, you know, it's no secret. I like to I drink and then I, you know, like we'll get on my phone on social media and then get grumpy that like Julia Louis-Dreyfus is doing fucking uh, um, Old Navy commercials. And then I'll tweet at her like, how much more money do you need, Elaine? Like, and, and then I'm like, I have the opposite when I go camping. I'm not looking and getting angry at a celebrity. I'm just like, you know, around a fire getting angry at Carl Hess. <laughs> yeah. You go camping with Carl a lot. Is he your is he your kind of go-to uh uh well it's easy. Yeah. I mean he's my go-to uh who do I know that's got nothing going on right now? <laughs> well, there's gotta be more than Carl that has nothing going on right now. No, I mean, I'm just a- saying Carl also is really Carl's the best person ever to take camping because you're gonna eat right. That man does not eat wrong. Dude, that dude, lo- he, I, I feel like he carries a lot of food and there's prep work in every meal. Yeah, it was awesome. We just went, me, him, and his little brother just went down camping in uh, in Baja, Mexico in this canyon, canyon, canyon de Guadalupe or something like that. And it was like so far off the grid. And Carl was like, I got us a case of wine. I was like, a how case many bottles? Of wine? A case of wine, which means 13. He's like, one of us is a magnum. So it's like 13 bottles of wine. I go, do you, have you ever met any of us? This is not enough. Uh, so we blew through that pretty quick. Uh, nice. But yeah, Carl goes a lot. Um, Nick Thune goes. Um, Kanane goes. Uh, and Carl. And then Cornell will come sometimes too. 
Nice, nice. But with this this trip you took by yourself, what what um because I I I I hope people understand that like at least the pictures you posted, you were in like you said, you portaged your own water. You're in remote areas. Like you're you're in areas that like you could see a bear. You could have yeah. animals I, I was, coming in and yeah, I was camping at this place. Uh, I, I also camp in Bureau of La- BLM land, government land, yeah. which means yes. No- I want to. I do want to talk about that. Like yeah. what? Because I know that's free, right? It's free, but there's just no sites. Uh, there's no there's no amenities. It's just like this land is fucking wide open. You can you, you can, can just lay down. If you get there, you get there. Cool. Um, but you know, pack in, pack out, that sort of situation. So I camped in all government all on government land the whole way up to Glacier, and that was really cool. Um, but, uh, but I did, I was camping outside the Tetons in Wyoming and I was like, realized like, oh shit, I don't have any bear mace and you know, it's true bear country. And then like within one or two minutes of thinking about that, I got a, cause it's so high up altitude, huge nosebleed. And it's like, you know, too late to go to a store. I'm like, great. And now I'm just bleeding in bear country without. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. that And they smell that, right? Like, yeah, that's, that's, uh... I was basically cooking. I, I like started a grill for them. You didn't see any bears, though, did you? Uh, I did. I saw three, and I, uh, but I was in my car when I saw them, and I remember thinking, like, um, oh, they're cute. And then as I drove, you know, past them slowly, I was like, they're this, those are the biggest things I've ever. They were grizzlies. Dude. They were fucking oh! huge. Grizzlies but, are tank, dude. Yeah, it was like it, it really. I was glad I saw them after Ooh. I had had that night. Because I went I and got bear say, mace. Yeah, I got bear mace the next day. And oof, it was scary. If you were if you were driving to somewhere to camp for the night and you drove past three grizzly bear, mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't get out of the car. <laughs> I, I would I would sleep in the car. You know, like I just I don't know that I have like I, when I go camp. I love I love camping. I love being outside. I like right. the I like the quiet. I like the stillness. It really is a chance to connect. But I feel like I don't have enough faith in my own skills when I feel I I might be fine but like I always go with like I went to college at a place people have like outdoor ed degrees and they take people you know mountain climbing in Alaska for 40 days and they do all these so I like to go camping with my friends from college who not only have gear but like know what to do you know what I mean because honestly if I saw three grizzly I would just turn the car around yeah and drive away yeah I don't know uh I just, I've slowly, it's just like a slow build to where I'm, to where I'm in, where I am now, you know, with comfortable backpacking. Uh, but it takes a while. It took like a decade, yeah. you know, to get to where um, I can backpack and just like now after the Colorado river trip, I ran out of water. I ran out of water on the Colorado, uh, kayaking. Cause I also brought a bottle of tequila to slow sip, drank it all for night one and, uh, <laughs> really dehydrated myself. Uh, and then, uh, slow sip. Yeah. You know, a nice bottle to slow sip while I'm, you know, moseying. I slowly sipped it over an hour and a half of time. Yeah, slowly sipped it while I while I played the same eight songs I'd accidentally downloaded off my phone. Um, and yeah, so then I like pound through this water and I'm like having to like boil water. And I was like, so after that, I now I have a, um, a filtration system. So I feel even more prepared now. So, more prepared. I, so every trip you're learning, you're t- you're getting a little bit more knowledge. Yeah, every trip. That trip, I learned two bottles of tequila, not just one. <laughs> we- that's just that's just wild to me. I mean, you, you you go out by yourself. What? I mean, is it just? Are you just tired of shit at the end of the day? 
No, that's what's great about it. It's why I understand how people like worship the sun. Like you go to bed when this, you go to sleep when the sun goes down, you get up when the sun gets up. That's what's rad. I'm like, oh, cause it's scary at night. Like as soon as that sun's down, I'm over it. Like I'm like, okay, I'm, yeah. And like this, it's like the best. But how do you go to sleep? Like I, I feel like I get into a tent and all I would just, I hear everything that's going on and like, it's just, it would be scary. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't know. I just you drink a bottle of tequila and go to bed. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. The tequila helps. <laughs> Uh, no, it's just like, um, I, yeah, I, I, the noises are scarier to be for honest when you're alone and you can't it, like, I camped like up, um, by Lake Tahoe my first night. And that's where like, I didn't think there was anybody within a few miles and I, you know, any sound was pretty scary that night. So I slept with like, yeah. a knife, I slept with a knife in my hand and you, and you don't have anybody to laugh it off with. No, no, you no, know no. it's not like there's nobody going. Oh, that was that sounded like a bear. How wouldn't it be yeah. crazy? And then you kind of like, kind of diffuse this the fear with laughter, and there's no, no, there's no nobody there. Like it's just you <laughs> echoing your own fear bigger. Like that was louder, right? Yeah, that was louder. Okay. That was louder. It's closer. It's getting closer. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what I did do because I was like not camping not that far from my car. Uh, that night I heard what I thought was a big animal. I just hit panic the panic button on my car, so my car. <laughs> So that was, so I can't express how not tough I am. I uh, hit panic on my car because a deer walked by. <laughs> did, did, did the deer run or did the deer kind of look I didn't you? hear it anymore. I don't know. <laughs> Perfect. Dude, what, uh, have you ever gone, uh, gone out with somebody, gone camping with somebody who you're like, you're the wrong person. We could never do this again. This is a terrible idea. Um, Nick Turner. Yeah. <laughs> No, he was actually really fun to camp with. He's great to camp with. I I love camping with Nick Turner. But if you don't know Nick Turner, Nick Turner is a he's a, he's a man who likes his he he likes to be comfortable. Uh, so he bought like I when I go camping, I try to bare bones it a little bit, you know. Yeah. Um, and he has he doesn't need to bare bones it at all. He had a box fan in his six person tent that was just for him and his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> And I, See, I that's yeah. good. Yeah, I told I well, I went in and looked at it. I was I told him it was like going into one to like a Harry Potter tent. I go, you got a fucking there's like a chandelier in here. This is not you can well he it's, it's six person, so you could probably walk in standing up. Yeah, you walk in standing up. Yeah. yeah. So no, he, he's great. I don't I can't think of it, you know. Oh, I went on a, a trip with a girl one time where I we were like I was going uh I literally I was like, I'll drive to Las Vegas and you can take a bus back unless you stop talking. <laughs> Really? Because, yeah, she was like, take me home. I'm like, I'm not taking you home, but I don't want to be with you either. Uh, so you can take a bus home or you can, we can keep going on this trip and we just agree to to, to, to limit our conversations. Uh, so that happened once. Uh, was that, was that, that was just a relationship thing. You weren't, she wasn't mad about the actual camping. No, it was, yeah, it was, and it wasn't yeah. even like a relationship thing. It was just a, a, a girl that was like, I was like, I'm going to go on this trip to kind of figure stuff out. And she's like, I'll come with. And I was like, oh, yeah, actually, you know what? That sounds better. And then like one hour in, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, you talk about, you talk about bare bones in it, which I think that's kind of something that I like is like trying to make it all as compact as possible. You know, what, what, if I had to, could I carry all this with me if I had to run away and like, right. you know be scarce somewhere and hide. But um, is there, what is, do you have go-to gear that you are like? I have, uh, well, I have everything. Um, I also like, will you use, stay packed? I, yeah, I have, I have everything I ever need. I have everything to, that I need to live in my front closet in three Tupperware bins. And I just throw them in my Subaru and take off whenever. Cause I never plan anything. That's also why I like government land. There's no, there's no uh, um, reservations. 
which reservations in Cal anywhere but California is easy. But here, there's so many people, especially during this pandemic, they're really like Joshua Tree. I, for the first time ever, was full. I'd never ever not been able to get a site, and I wasn't able to get a site a little bit ago. Um, but uh, so I, I, the tent that I use, and I also am like fully um, will bug my agents to get me gear. Uh, <laughs> has that worked out? Like, have you? It does, has, yeah. Because I'm just like, like, yo, if you like send me, because the, like they have, you know, like my the agency that I'm with uh, has, you know, a, a products person, you know, and they yeah. have relationships with Patagonia, and you know, and they're like, hey, check out, he'll he'll post like a photo, like like go to his Instagram. Basically, I'm like, can I get a can I get a tent? And I, I guarantee your tent's going to be, you know, showcased. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like North because Face I'll use like, it. Yeah, the North Face is like, pick a tent. And I was like, God, you goddamn right. Yes. Like, that was like the thing that, like, that made me happier than like any comedy paycheck I ever had. You know, just like getting a tent in the mail from, uh, you know, this weird, dumb life we chose. But I was going to say, because, because of why you're getting it, you're getting it because you already have been going out. You're taking enough pictures that are good enough that people are noticing them so that when they go go to his instagram page like oh yeah there's a lot of people that look at this shit yeah they like this if he's using our stuff because if i was if i was like wait what is brooks i would be that I, what does brooks use and i if i had to look i'd be like okay i'd use that tent like it's a good take it's a good yeah i got a solid north face tent right now i love it dude that's great is it a one one person two person two it, uh it's a two person it packs up real tight it's a backpacking uh tent uh um, like uh like a real little like uh yeah, it'll probably it probably probably weighs like the whole tent probably weighs like f five pounds, and then may, actually maybe less than that, maybe like four and a half, four. Uh, yeah, and it packs it like it's real compact, like real. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so you you just strap that onto your backpack and you take off. Yeah, and then you got uh, what do you use a stuff? You got like, uh, do you have a zero degree bag? Do you have a special? Oh, fucking no, I also I need to I. For as much as I camp, I really fucked up. I didn't fuck up. I've just have been using the same sleeping bag for the last 10 years. And it's like, it doesn't work anymore. And instead of being like, hey, this is what you do all the time. Uh, now I just take another blanket and put that, put the little blanket down by my feet. Because <laughs> it gets so cold at night. So you've basically jerry-rigged your sleeping right, so bag sleeping to just bag. sort of work without having to replace it. Yeah, which is well, stupid because I should just get a new sleeping bag. They're not that expensive. They're not. But also you don't do, like you don't go zero degree you're not out in the snow i mean for the most part are you right no 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 um no. i've camped up in alaska but like summer uh but yeah like it, me and carl camped up in the mountains um when was it in october it got to like maybe 25 at night and now it's too cold for me to like i don't you know it like was you know below freezing and that's pretty chilly uh yeah it is chilly yeah it's not un it's not like crazy by any means but it was just like it was next to some hot springs, so I was just like, we were in the hot springs, and then got didn't realize how cold it was because naturally, you know, shit sippets of beverages. Uh, <laughs> there was more tequila. Uh, there was, and it was provided by townies, and they were nice. Uh, I I got so drunk, I hugged it. I it was the middle of the pandemic. I hugged a naked guy and told him he was a good man. <laughs> Carl was like, I ain't hugging nobody. I go, come on, Carl, this is a good guy right here. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I hope you didn't get COVID. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I did not. Uh, are you are you running into a lot of people out there? Like, well, we are... found this was like a weird hot spring at this point where we didn't know it was like a townie hang, uh, and they called me and Carl gapers, which meant that we were just like 
uh, tourists or whatever. But then oh, gaper, like you're gaping. Yeah, I don't know. I because I I got I got a little I got an altercation with one of them about like um. Hey, fuck you, man! Like, like, if if we if we're cool enough to find this, we're cool enough to be friends. You know, like, I don't know. Like, I we kept calling, dude. We were the most annoying. We were on mushrooms. We kept saying tub love. Why can't we have some tub love around here? <laughs> Re- I mean, I can't express how awful townies townies love tub love. Tub love from two L.A. idiots. Did you tell them you were from L.A.? Oh, I don't. I mean, they probably smelled it on our tiny bathing suits. <laughs> Oh, that's really funny, man. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I, oh, the BLM thing. I know you, you said that it's just it's free. How do how 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 do you find do it? You yeah. Okay. How so, do you find it? Well, um, I have a really good app that I I'll plug because it really helps me when I'm on. It's called the Dirt. The D Y R T. The Dirt, and okay. it'll tell you all camping sites, and you know uses GPS and like you you can just see where you're going you zoom in you know and you can it's just really good um and the dirt has a lot of those sites on it and then also if you really want to be sure you just like you go you type in like free camping free camping.com or something just like free camping sites the internet is incredible and it is i find everything i feel like i've tried that and i get like like yeah this area is 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 bureau of land management you can camp here and then there's no real like other information like if that's I how, get but that's there. yeah no that's what it is i mean that it truly is just like hey man good luck so how okay so once once you're once you're in the area once they tell you this is where it is that you just go there and you can literally whatever find you want anywhere you do whatever you want so how do you, and you don't run into people no you do but like oh man i got a big fight with these people up and um for the most part people at bureau of land management um are cool uh, for I was the gonna most say they they want free camping too, right? Yeah, yeah, they're crusty, but they're like you know they're they're I, I like them. Um, but I got a big fight uh, up at the Tetons because I was camping in Bureau of Land Management land. I found the greatest camping site in the world. It's on this place called Shadow Mountain that looks over the great the uh, the Tetons, and it was the nice. best camp best campsite I've ever ever experienced. And um, these people came up and they, but it was like kind of a carved out little site, like it was, and these people started setting up next to me like with their fucking like i hate like rvs and they pull this big ass rv like into my like tiny little setup i'm like oh fuck this uh and i was like what are you doing they're like you can't reserve any sites around here i go it's not reserved a site it's just like i'm staying here like this is my like i don't i don't and they're like well you can't you, you this is blm you can't you know it's not up to you and i was like oh my god like and i just what i was like well i have a bunch of people coming i have a whole bunch of people coming and we're going to party all night long. And they're like, that's fine. I'm like, son of a bitch. And uh, <laughs> no one else was coming. No one was coming. And so I went over to my car and turned it on and turned their stereo way up and was like, this is going to be like this all night. And uh, they're like, just <laughs> like this lunatic. You're like dancing in your underwear. Like, yeah, pretty I'm much. partying. Then they were like, that's fine. Then I realized like, well, fuck my, uh, my lie is going to definitely be like, unfold throughout the night that no one's coming and i and i just look like a maniac so i faked a phone call where there's no service uh, and I was like, <laughs> yeah you're putting on a whole theater yeah. show for and these I, people i was like i was like you got a spot at june lake all right and that's where the crew is all right <laughs> uh-huh and so then uh i drove away uh 
Uh, where you also, lost a site that sucks no i was so pissed because also these people were like you can't camp you can't have sites and also you can't have fires because whoever had been there before me left their firewood and i'm not going to just throw away firewood so i just like left it where it was and i was like i know there's no fire so like yeah firewood it goes it's not my fucking firewood like I'm, i was so just like you're like me where our anger can just like really you know you think like it, i just it can surface pretty quick yeah 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 but exactly it, when i'm but like also in, Fuck them. Okay, but here's how I got back at them. On my way back down the Shadow Mountain, there's all these other cars. It was Friday night, and they thought they could get a spot. I was so mad. It's like, you, you don't get to show up Friday night outside the Tetons no. and find a campsite. You fucked up. But um, I stopped every car going up the mountain, That uh, and I was like, if you guys are looking for a place, uh, my friends are up there. They're in an <laughs> RV, and they, they're so cool. And they just get squeeze in there. There's no rules. You can't save sites, and those guys are really rad i sent i bet 20 plus people to that site so i did have a big party there just wasn't there for it dude i love that though that's the that's very uh there's like an old movie where it's the it's the it's the dumb and dumber thing where they're like oh yeah, yeah sea bass and the guys are gonna pay for it it's like oh is, is that sea that if that's yep. sea bass and then you just oh, yeah. go up that dude that's really funny man yeah and i, I say and i kept i told him i go tell me that dude from iowa sent you because they asked where i was from and i never want to say la when i'm out camping so i always just say iowa because i'm from iowa but I'm just yeah, like, Iowa. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's really funny. Tell my Iowa guy, so what's up? <laughs> Isn't there? But you, but I, but I'm with you. There, that's like um, an unwritten rule, right? You I mean, cramp. There... You don't cramp someone's style. You just yeah. Like, why would you? Yeah. The idea of camping is to fucking not be next to other people. Yeah, dude, it was so annoying. I was so pissed. Like, yeah, that's just like, hey, it's like also just like totally against the idea of respecting people's boundaries, which is like the most important thing to do when somebody's out in the wild. Like, dude, that person was out here probably to get away from something or somebody or something, you know, like, don't, like, I just, like, there's just so much etiquette that goes into not being an asshole. And it's not hard, but those people didn't, couldn't fathom it. Yeah, that's, they had I, fucking I, Trump, I, well, they, they had Trump written all over them, man. I cannot express how much I knew who they voted for. Yeah, you can kind of see that. Well, you also you get the big RV. I guess that's not fair to our, a lot a lot of RVers, but um, no, it's not. It's not fair. But also, my problem with RVs is like, dude, what do you, why don't you just bring your house? Like, what are you doing? Like, I just like I like the freedom of uh, my little sub and my backpack, and um, I, I just feel like the RVs so would be like you can't get to where you can't get everywhere in that thing. You know? Um, would you ever do like a like a van? Like how people convert vans to you know live in and camp out of yeah i mean i uh doug uh our friend doug pound has a great van that he did that with and it's fun to be with him but i also like like sleeping outside yeah i'm not against i'm not against any of it it's just i like my my way is the only correct way actually yeah i'm not against any of it everybody else is just fucking wrong yeah um, and the, and the photography just came in because like you said, you were going to be there anyway, you were taking pictures. Well, yeah, it's just like, I didn't, I didn't know how much I liked, how much I needed, how much I loved nature until I lived in a city. You know what I mean? Cause I guess I was just took it for granted. And then I That's like, yeah. uh, I really just like photography a lot. Like it's, uh, I, I enjoy like Nat Geo and all, you know, like that stuff rocks. Uh, yeah. and so I just kind of copy what I see. And, um, you know, like anybody, like Instagram makes anybody a good photographer. 
Uh, well, I, that's, I mean, you say that, but I also think like what you said, your patience and then putting yourself in positions to get those pictures. Like right. a lot of people jump out and just like me, I'll be like, Ooh, look at this. And I'll take a bunch of photos with my phone and then I'll get back in a car and I'll drive away. I, I don't set up. I don't wait for, you know, yeah. Yeah. Sunsets it's, or sunrises to happen. Mm, yeah. It's like, wait, it's, you know, it's a total timing thing. Uh, and also, yeah, it's just like, uh. I really just, it's such a good, it, it really came from touring, doing stand up and like hating being in the hotels and then finding out whatever was nice around there and renting a car, even if it meant you were making, you know, $200 less that weekend, just to like get out there and have peace of mind. So I was driving around doing photography during the day to keep myself from like just drinking in a hotel. Yeah, that's good because that's, if you're going to stay on the road or be on the road for Longer than your twenties, yep. it's gonna you. You need to figure out what to do during the day that's not just get plowed because <laughs> that ends badly. Yes, you know? no, that it ends, ends with badly. you snapping on a crowd in Milwaukee. Yeah, dude. Um, remember, what are your I, top? What are your top? I don't want to like you. Don't have to give away s- specific locations or anything, but top five areas that you would say you you personally have enjoyed the most. Well, Glacier National Park is my favorite national park. It's like up on the Canada-Montana border. Um, I can't recommend that enough. Every it's like it's like like eight Yosemites, you know? Whoa. Like, yeah, it's just a bunch of valleys. It's a bunch of glacial valleys and lake lakes you can swim in and stuff you can jump off of. It's incredible. It's the best. It's by far my it's my favorite national park. So that one's rad. I really like camping there. Um And you BLM, you go BLM. No, when your national park is is uh is not you got to you got to yeah. uh you got to pay the government um uh so that one's great and then like you know the LA one is Joshua Tree just cuz it's so close and simple yeah. uh and also just like also kind of pretty it is like you know it, the it's like good for a re- people go there for a reason it really is great uh, it feels and, like you're walking on another planet sometimes yeah no too. it's the fucking best so yeah. those two and then um like I guess where else I go? I, I, I camped on the Kern River a lot this summer, but like that's Ooh, just I like cool. the Kern River. Yeah, it's cool and close and awesome, and we would just tube on that a lot. And uh, I go to Yos- I go to Yosemite quite a bit, and uh, I'm trying to think of my other oh Zion. I camped at Zion a bunch this summer in oh, Canyon nice. in Canyonlands. When the pandemic went down, I was like, I'm gonna go live in Canyonlands for- until this is over. And <laughs> I was out there like a week before they're like, you need to come back and finish this writing assignment. And I was like, nothing's. Co- <laughs> I was so I was. And then the fucking network isn't even a network anymore. Shout out to Pop. Um, they yeah they don't make it like I had to come back and work on a, a TV show I, I'd sold to them. And then like a week after I got back, they're like, "We're not doing this anymore." I was like, "I was in. I had a. I found a cave in Utah that I was going to live in for a while." Uh, <laughs> did you really find a cave, or did you yeah. just find a spot? No, I yeah, found a cave. I found a cave that in, on Bureau of Land Management. This place called Hamburger Rock. If anybody wants to look up Hamburger Rock Campground, it's BLM land. There's a little cave. Uh, that uh, I posted up and was fully going to just live in for a bit. Wow. Dude. Yeah, it was dope. It had a little chimney, that, like a little offshoot that came out the back so you could like cook in there because it was raining. Oh, it was wow. Awesome. Yeah. I'll send Dude, that's you a, badass. I'll send you like a, a pic of it um, and you can post it or something for this. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. Well, man, thank you so much for taking the time. Is there any uh, other than just get out and do it? Because I think that's the key is like start small, but like, if you're looking to get out there, you know, take some friends you trust 
<laughs> get out. Yeah, do I just, some shit. I think the most important part about thing about starting camping is just don't be intimidated. It's not intimidating. Like when really the show that like proves it is that show Naked and Afraid. Those people are naked with nothing and they live for twenty one <laughs> days. You're you can live off of Cheetos and and be uncomfortable and sleep in your car. Worst case scenario. Yeah, just yeah. Go. That's the thing. If you got yeah. a play, if you got a car, if you're car camping for sure. Worst case scenario is just get inside the car. Yeah, yeah. Which I would, which is what you should start off doing. Yes, car, that's how. That's me, dude. I, I'll car camp. Like, Paul, oh, this is nice. And then I hike during the day. And then yeah, I'm a bit. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, a lot of my photos, my car's like probably only like a mile away. You know, it's not. It's not like I'm getting. It's not like I'm going way off the grid. No, but still getting out there, you know, like yeah. uh, ca- when you have to carry your own stuff in and out and it's not just go get it from the trunk or, mm-hmm. you know, I feel that's that's like legit camping. To yeah. Me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. It, like any, any national park is pretty rad, like except for the great except for the Great Smoky Mountains, which I feel like they just felt bad for the East Coast. And we're like, we're going to call this one a national park. <laughs> See, I've never been. It doesn't hit. It doesn't hit the the stipulations a West Coast park would need. Well, I mean, th- you're very spoiled out here. You so know. spoiled. I know. That's why I was like, oh, we got to go check out this national park. I go. This is a fucking national park. Yeah, you, it's like laughable when you when you've seen, you know, Zion or yeah. Yosemite or whatever. It's. Fucking... I, I also get so mad whenever I see like a Trump flag in a national park. I'm like, you don't get to come enjoy this. If if you voted for someone who's trying to take this away, to trying to take it away, yeah, yeah, I just, it's a, it's very. I think the national park system is very important, and I, when I'm in there, I have no problem paying the fees just because somebody's got to pay those people to keep that stuff up. Dude, they rock. National parks are the is uh, I think it's like a, I think it's honestly a Netflix uh, documentary that I watched called National Parks: America's Best Idea, and I was like, you know, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you've never had any run-ins with like twig pigs or rangers or uh we got in some pretty we got pretty close to having um uh, I sh- I have a I, so I have a travel show called Travels and Such with All Things Comedy and we almost got all of our they can um you you can't shoot without permits there and it they can take your everything. They can just take it and we had to like kind of run out of Joshua Tree one time. Uh um, because we were had very legit equipment and we're shooting a, a show and I just kept saying, it's for YouTube. It doesn't fucking matter. It's for YouTube. And the guy's like, YouTube makes money. And I was like, <laughs> and then he was like, just, <laughs> he's like, sit tight, sit tight. And I was like, he didn't take any of our stuff yet or our SD cards. And I was like, get in the car. Let's go. Let's go. We're just sit we, tight. Yeah. Sit yeah. tight is not, no, I'm not sitting tight. Yeah. It's like, a, uh, yeah. Ever. That's like, that's my chance. That's you telling me it's my chance to run. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and usually they're pretty is. Yeah, usually they're pretty cool, but like I understand that we had like you know boom mics and multiple cameras. Like I'm like, okay, yeah, we are we we are being. I'm not. We're taking this too far. Is that show? Are you still doing that show? Um, I mean, not during the pandemic, just because of well, you know, I don't yeah. think they're gonna uh uh go against COVID safety protocol. But yeah, we'll make more of them when we're done. Awesome. And that and there are they're up online right now at all. Yeah, yeah. If you type in travels and such, uh, you should come on one. I'll invite you on the next one. I, I take two comedians. We go camping. It's super fun. Um. Yeah, I would love if you wanted to come, dude. I would love that, man. It'd All be right, really sweet. fun. Yeah, we've done uh, Joshua Tree. We did. The, we floated down the Kern. We camped in Malibu. Uh, we did a canyon in uh in Santa Barbara where we ran into a mountain lion for real. Me, Carl, and Turner ran into a mountain lion. What was that? Uh... It was like it. W- it went like <laughs> like it had this like guttural growl, and uh, I just like we just started like throwing rocks and jumping up and down and yeah uh, being big and like yeah. waving around and yeah. mm-hmm. 
Yeah, like, and that was face to face, like it was it was in front of you guys. We don't know. We just walked up on. Oh, it, Oh, you just heard it. Oh, yeah. And it's pretty funny in the sh- in the episode. The camera, the ca- I'm like, keep rolling. The camera guy goes, no way, fuck this. And he just- <laughs> <laughs> well, you saw that footage of the guy who was being uh, stalked by the mountain lion. Uh, was yeah, it, but he was, was he was being an asshole. I came because I was like, "What's going on here?" There's more to this story, and I guess he was being an asshole about the baby before he like went up on the baby. Was like fucking uh, around with the baby. Like, dude, don't ever fuck with the baby animal. Get no, away from that baby animal. No, like, that, no, no. Yeah, that guy yeah, was like yeah. very. That guy was wrong on like a lot of levels. Yeah, yeah, and and also, all he kept his camera out. It was this weird? Like, if that was happening to me, and it was literally unprovoked, I'd be terrified. No, it wasn't unprovoked. This guy provoked. Yeah, well, that's what you're... I mean, I didn't yeah. know that. But I mean, yeah. if it was like... If, yeah. if, if it was oh, happening, gosh. I'd be like, oh, the thing is rabid. I'm going to die. <laughs> no, it's terrifying. It was, I didn't like the video. It was very scary. No, yeah. <laughs> exactly, dude. Um, is where anybody... Anything you want to plug? Any Anywhere we can see you? Um, No, not really. Just if you want to check out... Uh, I was I was telling my friends right before I came in here to do this about how, about how when you did my podcast, Entry Level, how funny your anger towards Beanie Babies was. <laughs> Uh, so if you want to hear John's uh, episode of uh, Entry Level, check out uh, my podcast Entry Level, where I interviewed uh, I interview a bunch of comedians and musicians, pro wrestlers about all of the terrible jobs they had before they uh, got to make a living doing comedy. Um, and John's episode is incredible because you have a very short fuse and had many many jobs. I'm better now. That was back when I was like <laughs> really very surface very like, surface. Yeah, no, it was it was very it was warranted. I I believe a woman didn't know. Um, that uh, that a beanie baby was in reference to um, Mark McGuire to Mark and Sammy McGuire. Sosa. <laughs> you snapped. Oh my god! And my boss made me take a walk around the block. He was like, "Dude, get out of here!" I was like, "I go. This one's called Sammy because like, she didn't understand. Like one was called Mac, and she was like, "Oh, these are." I go, "Yeah, because this the fucking they're the baseball." And she's like, "What? No, that's not right." And I, my head exploded. I was like, "What do you mean it's not right?" And I, it's unwarranted anger at people who had no, yeah. they weren't trying to piss me off. They weren't. <laughs> no. Unwarranted anger. That's what it should be called. Yeah, but if you go check that out, uh, entry level, um, I've inter- definitely interviewed a comedian that you have heard of or you like. Oh, yeah. There's been tons of people on that show. Yeah. It's a great show. Yeah, yeah it's great. So, awesome. check, that, so that's, check out. That's it. Yeah. Check out entry level wherever podcasts are uh, sold. And. Uh, <laughs> Brooks Whelan, everybody, the yeah, camping so machine. For- and sure. check out his Instagram, and uh, you can see the pictures we're talking about. And um, yeah. and if you think about getting going camping, like he says, start small, but get out there. Don't be intimidated. Yeah, just go. Just leave. I mean, it's easy to plan. It's hard to do. Yeah, there you go. Uh, all right, Brooks, thank you so much, man. Thanks, dude. This is fun. I love talking about camping. Yeah. Dude, I'm glad. Thank you for doing it, man. I appreciate it. Yeah.